Welcome to Main Thing Radio with Pastor David Fountain of Calvary Chapel, Miami Beach in Miami Beach, Florida. Join us as Pastor David teaches through God's Word. our love for one another will show the world that we've been with him. He says, by this all will know that you're my disciples if you love each other. In Philippians, right, he says, stand fast together, unafraid of what people try to do to you, loving one another. He says, it testifies to them of the wrath that is to come and of God's work in your life. What do you think of when you think of Christian love? Sometimes, love can mean sharing difficult words with someone who needs to hear them. Today, Pastor David encourages you to show that kind of love to your community so that they can repent and receive forgiveness and mercy from our Lord Jesus. Stick around after today's message from Pastor David. I have quite a bit of information that I'd like to share with you. Our web address, podcast, subscription information, and our contact information. Now here's Pastor David in the book of 1 Corinthians chapter 1 as he continues his message, Work Together. Point number one for us today is that Jesus commands us to work together. When I read that in Mark 9, as I was preparing, it's such an odd juxtaposition he gives us. But he actually seemed to do this in a few different places. He connects our obedience and our suffering and our need for community. He has commissioned us to go make disciples. And he says, if you're faithful to do that, if you tell people about Jesus, you're going to suffer for it. And he says, that's actually part of the plan. He says, salt is good. And everyone will be salted by fire. It seems like, he tells us in another place, testing of your faith produces perseverance, produces endurance. He doesn't just say it shows endurance. He says it produces it. I need to suffer for Jesus, to hold on to Jesus. It reminds me, what's real and what's worthwhile. Because Jesus warned us, right, the cares of life can distract us. We can get so comfortable that we lose sight of what he has actually said and what's actually true. And we get caught up in the immediate. And the suffering, the shaking, reminds us of the firm foundation, right? When everything else is shaken, it shows what cannot be shaken. So salt is good, and you need that. His flavor, his preservation in you, and that strength, and so that requires testing. And part of what he has provided for us to be able to endure is each other. He's given us one another. Have salt in yourselves and be at peace 
with one another. Stand fast together. He's woven it even into our physical bodies. Increasingly, the scientific studies have started to reveal this, right? Started to see what God has told us. That your body reflects your need for community. When Jesus is talking about community, he doesn't just mean that we come to church and are in the same room, right? It's that we actually know each other, that we love each other, that we care about each other. We can't all know everyone, but you can get to know people. We can get to know one another. The one who designed relationships, who made your soul and body and mind, he knows how he made that. He knows what the difference between a fake relationship and a real relationship better than you do. He knows that we need the real thing. He gives us instructions throughout the scriptures about how to have good, healthy, whole relationships. And he's woven it into our physical frame. One study talks about social isolation and loneliness have negative health impacts on par with obesity, physical inactivity, or smoking 15 cigarettes a day, associated with about a 50% increased risk of dementia. And this was one study talking about isolation and loneliness. Similarly, if you're in unhealthy relationships all the time that are isolating and lonely, still similar. Toxic relationships also do negative things to your physical body. Like smoking 15 cigarettes a day. But taking a moment to connect with someone, even just through a phone call, can reduce the feelings of loneliness and anxiety and depression in a way that has physical health benefits. And the point is, God has made it clear to us in our bodies even that we need each other. We're designed to need each other, to be interdependent. The metaphor he uses is that we are a body. He says, you all together are the temple of the Holy Spirit and the body of Christ. Collectively, we together are that. If there's unhealth in the body of Christ, it's going to have health impacts too. But it's about more than just my health. It's about this mission that Jesus has given to us. He tells us that our love for one another will show the world that we've been with him. He says, by this all will know that you're my disciples if you love each other. In Philippians, right, he says, stand fast together, unafraid of what people try to do to you loving one another. He says, it testifies to them of the wrath that is to come and of God's work in your life. Because when we serve each other and love each other well, people know it's supernatural. I was just listening to missionary testimonies yesterday about a group in the Middle East that are called the Druze. It's like a, a branch of Islam. And the man who was talking, they know in his culture growing up in that portion of the Middle East as a Druze man, The thing that drew him to Jesus was the fact that it's like the Christians tended to serve each other better. They just, they loved each other. He saw that there was a love in those believers that was not in his community. And so he wanted to know more about what did that? Why did their hearts change? He said, that's how it's supposed to be. That is, Jesus said, that is how people are supposed to find him. That's part of how we are supposed to testify of him. And so in general, right, division is bad unhealthy, toxic relationships. It's always bad. It's bad for your health. It's bad because it's dishonoring of one another and we are all made in the image of God in and of itself. That is, that's wicked. But if we allow it here or on social media against some other church, there's so much more wicked. 
because he's given us a mission to make disciples of all the nations. And he says, part of how we do that is by loving each other. So if we're tearing each other down, we're working against the mission. It's like a soldier slashing the tires on the plane before it takes off, right? It's not just not doing your job. You are working against the mission that you're a part of. And consider the beauty of what this is saying too. God does not just ask you to be together. He's not just asking us to to like sit on our hands and enjoy each other's company for eternity. We are meant to enjoy each other's company, but he's given us a job to do together. He's given us the mission of making disciples with him, of telling people how good Jesus is. He's given us that mission together. It makes for so much richer friendship because we're working together. Right? It's nice to spend time with somebody, but it's a totally different thing when you've accomplished important things together. He goes on in verse 13. Is Christ divided? Was Paul crucified for you or were you baptized in the name of Paul? I thank God I baptized none of you except Crispus and Gaius, lest anyone should say that I had baptized in my own name. And this is a letter, so he's dictating. So he goes, oh, and I also baptized the household of Stephanus. Besides that, I don't know if I baptized anybody else. But Christ did not send me to baptize, but to preach the gospel. Not with wisdom of words, lest the cross of Christ should be made of no effect. For the message of the cross is foolishness to those who are perishing, but to us who are being saved, it is the power of God. It is written, I will destroy the wisdom of the wise and bring to nothing the understanding of the prudent. Where is the wise? Where is the scribe? Where is the disputer of this age? Has not God made foolish the wisdom of this world? For since in the wisdom of God, the world through wisdom did not know God, it pleased God through the foolishness of the message preached to save those who believe. Jews request a sign and Greeks seek after wisdom, but we preach Christ crucified, which to the Jews is a stumbling block and to the Greeks it's foolishness, but to those who are called, both Jews and Greeks, Christ is the power of God and the wisdom of God. We're so glad you tuned in today for today's message in the book of 1 Corinthians. If you'd like to hear today's teaching again or learn more about Main Thing Radio, visit our website at mainthingradio.com. Before our time with you is through for the day, we'd like to take a moment and ask you to consider partnering with us here at Main Thing Radio. Would you commit to praying for us each time you tune in? As we continue to produce programs to spread the good news of the gospel, we know the enemy won't be happy. We'd appreciate your prayers for protection and guidance in all we do. Would you also pray for your fellow listeners too, that each one would allow Jesus to speak truth into their heart? We have one more way you can support us in what we're doing here at Main Thing Radio, and David's here with the details. We all know it's vitally important to support the local church, a place we call home. But it's also very important to support missionaries. Have you ever considered that Main Thing Radio is missionary work? It is. We need your support to continue to share God's Word over the airwaves. Please prayerfully consider financially supporting Main Thing Radio. 
For more information, visit MainThingRadio.com and click on the Donate button. Thanks, David, and thank you for joining us today. Tune in next time for another look at the book of 1 Corinthians here on Main Thing Radio. 